everybody. Welcome back to the Active Dads Podcast. I am your host, Daniel. With me, as always, the other host, John. Hello. <laughs> All right. Today, we want to talk about supplements. Supplements are always a huge part of the fitness community, um, usually not that big in the health community, you know, which is kind of odd. But they're a billion-dollar industry. You know, I mean, you got... Every, you got supplements for all kinds of stuff. And so one question I wanted to open up with, John, let's see if you know the answer to this. Oh, snap. Yeah. Probably so not. which supplements do you have to have to maintain good health? Which supplements? Yes. Um, wait a minute. So you're saying... Which supplements do you need to add to your diet to maintain good health? Which supplements? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have any supplements because <laughs> it's all naturally found in food. There you go. And, there is not a single supplement. Yes. There's not a single supplement on the market that you have to have if you have a good diet. Right. Now, you know, there's caveats of that. If you're wanting to put on muscle, it's not a bad idea to supplement with protein, but it's also not a bad idea to get an extra steak and some eggs in occasionally. Absolutely. You know? I'm, my stomach's growling. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the big thing, and that's one of the things I get asked a lot as a trainer is like, well, what kind of supplements should I start taking? And yeah, I'm like, okay, well, how's your diet? And yeah. I mean, they've got a crap diet. I'm like, well, maybe clean that up first and then see what you're lacking. You Absolutely. Know? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's going to be some supplements. Everybody's different. Everybody's DNA is different. Everybody's pH level, biology, genetics, everything is different. So, some people have to have more, you know, I don't want to say supplements, more vitamins than others in certain areas. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Some people are just, you know, vitamin D deficient. They get out in the sun, that's just not enough. Yeah. I mean, and that, there are a few staples that I take, especially, and it, it depends on what, what time of the year. Like, mm-hmm. if, uh, and during the winter part, you know, where it's cold and dark all the time, it gets, you know, dark early, which for folks that work, you know, seven to five jobs or eight to five jobs, sunlight, and you're stuck in an office, sunlight's going to be one of those things that's hard to get, right? So, yeah. maybe you need to bump your vitamin D3 a little bit, um, you know. Um, but you know, you can also get blood work done, which will tell you if you're deficient in vitamin D and all those things before you start just cramming them down your throat. Yeah. And so you've got a couple of different ways of going about that. You know, I know some people, um, the cheapest option obviously is just, you know, kind of look up, you know, vitamin D deficiency. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got A, B, C, and D. Yeah, right. So, you know, let me go buy a $20 bottle of vitamin D, see if I fix this problem. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Then you don't have to get the expensive blood test and stuff, Absolutely. but it's always good to do a blood test. Just see where you stand. Oh yeah. You know, you do your yearly physical, talk to your doctor about, Hey, what do these numbers actually mean? Yeah. You know, if your doctor isn't up on supplements, which, you know, a lot of them aren't, that's not their area of expertise. Right. But once you get those, your blood panels printed off, talk to a nutritionist, you know, yeah. shoot them an email of what that is, be like, Hey, what would you suggest with this? And then let them go from there. Yeah. I mean, and that was, <clears throat> I, we have a, we had a nurse practitioner at work and I had a, you know, she was very aware of my diet and, mm-hmm. you know, what the things I do sports I'm involved in and all those things. And then if, so of course she knew, you know, I gave her my list of my go-to or my vitamin supplements that I actually take daily. Um, so she kept check on the ones that would show up, the markers, you know, and so vitamin D3 was a big one. And I took about, I think, eight, eight between eight to 10,000 IUs mm-hmm. a day. That's why I normally um, take in the wintertime. Yeah. Um, 
and she, you know she looked at my markers and of course my vitamin d3 was through the roof so she was like you know it's not going to you know it's not detrimental but why don't you back off to like half of that so i did and things kind of equaled out you know those things yeah um so yeah i mean it's it's easy to Sit, to sit down with a nutritionist or mm-hmm. those folks and, and discuss those things, what you need, what you don't need, um, yeah. what's good to have certain parts of the year. Um, yeah, and I mean, it could be a regional thing too. Yeah. You know, certain people in certain regions, like if you're in Seattle, you're not yeah. getting much sunlight whatsoever. So, oh, yeah. you know, D3 is kind of the easy one to find, but a lot of it deals with local produce and all that stuff. But anytime you sit down and talk to a nutritionist, if they're actually worth the paper their name's printed on, yeah. They're going to talk to you about changing your diet before oh, yeah. adding in supplements. Yep. You know, so if you're looking to get a boost in D3, get some foods that have D3, you know, a little mm-hmm. extra spinach here and there, some yeah. kale. You know, there's a lot of ways of getting the vitamins that you need naturally. You don't have to go towards it. And a lot of supplements, man, that's the wild west out there. Oh, yeah. A lot of that stuff, everything says not FDA approved because they're covering their ass, yep. you know. So they don't have to. Basically, it doesn't have to be effective. It just has to be not dangerous. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you can sell them snake oil. You just can't sell them rat poison. Exactly. Think yeah. about it that way. And, I mean, that was, you know, years and years ago. And that's and it's it's obviously one of those things, like, you can get on pretty much any, you know, bodybuilding, weightlifting, athletic, social media page. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you can scroll through, you know, the newbie post. Hey, I'm new to this da-da-da-da. Oh. <laughs> What supplement should I be taking? And it's like, I want to go. What should my stack look like? Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm, I don't know. What, what do you look like? What are your goals? Um, are you are you vitamin deficient in anything? What What's your diet look like? Yeah. I mean, those are the, maybe you should consider all that before you start going, oh, what, what should my stack look like? You know? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're blowing $300 a month on supplements, then that's just a waste of time. Why don't you take $150 extra dollars a month, add it to your grocery list, and buy some quality foods? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, you know. Back in my younger days when I got into this thing, that was when I can remember when, like, NO Explode and all those things started coming out. And, you know, everybody was looking for that bulk and that, you know, pump. So, you know, I jumped on that bandwagon for a while. There was quite a few different supplements I was taking, you know. And I spent, I don't know how much money at Vitamin World and Vitamin Shop and all those places during that time. And just boxes upon boxes of protein bars and Hmm. and those things and i'm not gonna lie still uh, on occasion if i'm in a pinch and i'm hungry and i've got a protein bar i'll eat a protein bar yeah and i'll usually and i'll have a shake if i want to shake um but for me whey protein is about the only supplement other than the vitamin handful of vitamins that i take that i do at all anymore Mm -hmm. it's all pretty much organic whole foods um good lean meats uh, local meats um and you know sticking to local veggies and and berries and things like that um yeah very little supplements as far as you know weightlifting or those kind of supplements yeah and that's kind of me too so Mm. i do take some supplements but it's mainly because i haven't found a good way of getting in my diet yeah even though i've tried you know like uh i take a zma before i go to bed Mm -hmm. zinc magnesium and b6 it's kind of hard to get those levels you know what i mean especially that's been a biggie with this whole coronavirus thing those are zinc's been a yeah, huge man. one people those zinc collagens have yeah. been proven very effective against coronavirus yeah. yeah but um well not only that you know just having uh elevated zinc and d3 levels oh yeah as a whole but yeah so i mean you know different times you'll have to get it like i said if you know you're not getting it within your current diet 
And, you know, like whether you've tried making dietary changes, it didn't work, or you tried it and just didn't care for it. Right. You know, there's a lot of foods that are very vitamin rich that I just don't like, like yeah. carrots being one. You know, yeah. I know it's excellent for you. I don't like carrots. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to eat them. You know, I love a carrot. Yeah. I take a multivitamin to try to cover everything. Um, you know, like deficiencies, bumping up levels a little bit. But like I was talking about, the market is so unregulated, they slap some pretty colors on there, a cool logo, and then spend, you know, a couple mil in marketing. Yeah. Then you've got a hell of a vitamin company. It don't have to be effective. You know, mm-hmm. placebo effect's pretty strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I like to go with something. Uh, I take raw one. Mm-hmm. It's from Garden of Life. So it's all vegetarian. It's yeah. all like... Uh, I don't want to say all natural because most things are all natural, but it's basically vegetable based. You know, you look at a lot of the hard pressed, you know, one a day men's and all oh, this yeah. other stuff. It's just fish basically, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. So this one is all organic. It's all a uh, vegetable base. It's excellent. And you get like a three month supply for like 30 bucks. Yeah. So it isn't expensive either. And I really like it. I've noticed some great benefits from it, especially with my energy levels. And so obviously it's helping me get something that I was lacking within yeah. my diet. Um, let's see, what else? What were you talking about? Whey protein. So protein is also an excellent supplement. I've recently started doing protein shakes again because I'm getting ready for the men's physique competition Yeah. Uh, come mid-June. So I know that my protein intake is not where it needs to be because my gut cannot take that. Yeah. I know that I could throw in some steak and eggs like I was talking about, but I'm literally just having my max, man. Oh, yeah. I'm satiated all day long. I do not care to be full all day long. Oh, yeah. So with the whey protein shakes, and uh, I actually started mixing whole milk into it, which yeah. I'm not too proud about, but I am getting some extra calories in. I'm getting a little bit extra protein out of that. I'm not too worried about the sugar just because I take it you know, within probably two hours after my workout. So yeah. I'm not really too concerned with the glycogen pop I'm getting off of it. Yeah, just pop a couple of cinnamon tablets and be all right. Yeah, so that's so talk about that a little bit. I didn't. I've never really. I mean, I always thought of cinnamon as a spice, not a <clears throat> spice, not a vegetable or not vegetable. Oh my god, give me a minute. Not a vitamin. Yeah, and so, also not like all the benefits that come along with. It. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so there is now. There's a there's a spice grade cinnamon, and there's a pharmaceutical grade cinnamon. Um, so those are the differences. Um, okay. I do about, I do like, I think 2000 milligrams a day. Yeah. Um, I love cinnamon. Um, some of the best burps you'll ever have, by the way, if you do get burp, <laughs> it's like these little cinnamon crystals come out of your mouth. <laughs> some of the cool stuff. Yeah. Man, like, oh, you don't need chewing wow. gum anymore. <laughs> no, nothing. it's like, um, but yeah, that's one of those that, um, when we start, when I kind of got into the, uh, paleo and then started to kind of roll into the keto thing we were doing a lot of a lot of research then and that's one of those uh those supplements um that helps control you know glycogen or insulin spikes Mm -hmm. um so it was just another way to help control that um and and then all the other benefits of cinnamon you had it looked up oh yeah i did look it up i can look it up again there's but no it was anti bacterial antifungal antiviral like there was all kind of benefits to cinnamon that just that was insane to me because i think cinnamon automatically think cinnamon sugar oh yeah you know (laughs) i like cinnamon sugar oatmeal Mm -hmm. so brown sugar cinnamon so that's definitely my my thing yeah or brown brown sugar is my favorite but yeah but i never knew that there was like different um 
grades of it either. Yeah. I always yeah. thought of that. But so they actually have evidence-based benefits of cinnamon. I won't bore you too much with this, but basically, you know, the medicinal properties of it. Uh, it's loaded with antioxidants. Mm. I didn't know that. It helps oxidative stress. Um, may cut risk of heart disease because of the type 2 diabetes, mm. type two diabetes um, control that it has. Also, cinnamon can help improve sensitivity to insulin, which is always great. You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, what we got? anti Yeah, they got four points that are the exact same thing. Yeah, that's what I hate about this. You know, and we talked about this before with oh, CBD. Yeah. yeah, like they'll list five thousand benefits of CBD, but Only the only thing different. is, is it's anti-inflammatory. Um, yeah, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, just say anti-inflammatory. I know all the benefits of cutting down chronic inflammation. Right. Like, you don't have to tell me every small benefit. Oh, it may improve your eyesight. Oh, it may make your grip stronger. Yeah. No, it's just anti-inflammatory. You're not going to be inflamed. Just right. go with that. Anyways, so this is the same thing. Anti-inflammatory. Yeah. <laughs> Fights uh, bacterial and fungal infections, which is cool. I wonder if you could use it topically. Because hmm. that'd be pretty interesting. Do like a cinnamon soap. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I got I this. I can, uh, can honestly say I've never seen that. But. Yeah. Number 10, cinnamon may help fight the HIV virus. Hmm. That's interesting. That's not why I take it, but. <laughs> That's not why I take it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we really talking about here, John? <laughs> but no, I mean, that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to look further into that. And are you just taking like a capsule of it or is it? Yeah, you can like, get it. It comes in a, you know, they're. Obviously, they've got a couple of different sizes. They've got a, a thousand milligram tablet and then a you know five hundred oh, so milligram tablet. Yeah, the tablet or capsule? It's a capsule. Okay, um, so you don't like taste like cinnamon burning your tongue when you. No, no, okay, no. Gotcha. yeah, no. Like I said, the only that's other... one thing too. I know if you like, you ever saw the cinnamon challenge? Oh, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ginger challenge <laughs> I don't even worse. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. That's another supplement I actually take every day too. Ginger mm. tablet. Oh, ginger is um, great for you. But yeah, no. uh you don't, you don't taste it. The only time, like I said, on occasion, you might get the cinnamon burps. Like yeah. I said, you burp and it literally, you'll see crystals come out of your mouth. And you'll get that cinnamon taste in the back of your throat. Yeah. It's not bad. Hopefully you're not walking forward. Just mm. mace yourself with some cinnamon yeah, crystals. it's not too bad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. I've and I know I've got some some colleagues and friends that, that dealt with, that you know, or were dealing with diabetes that I turned them on to that and they've had some great luck with that yeah um my, awesome. my in-laws they both take that mm-hmm. uh, my wife takes it yeah so i mean um, well one thing with that too is you know i don't know the difference between like the medical grade or like the supplement grade and the food grade but you could probably do like a cinnamon curry chicken yeah you know yeah. and still get the benefits from the cinnamon yeah. in there so there's nothing wrong with that like with me oh, yeah, yeah i'm a big fan of rosemary I'll put rosemary on steak, and rosemary is an excellent blood mover. Oh, yeah. It's a nitric, not nitric oxide, but a, a vasodilator. Mm-hmm. Makes your blood vessels open up, similar to nitric oxide. So, I mean, there's a lot of benefits that you can get just from adding different flavor to your food, you know. Yeah, and another absolutely. benefit is you don't get bored of the same old damn steak, you know. Yep. Don't get me wrong, I love steak, but I can only eat so many salt and peppered seared steaks yeah. before yeah. I go insane. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, that. There are so many you know, herbs, spices, um, so many medicinal uses for all for all mm-hmm. of those. Um, yeah, and that's where a lot of your, you know, essential oil selling soccer moms come from. Yeah, is they get those essential oils, and it's yeah. normally just spices or 
something like that. You know, every now and then you'll get like a lemon zest. So it's like mm. fruitier ones too. Yep. But same thing. There are benefits to it. I'm not a big fan of like throwing essential oil in a diffuser and mm-hmm. expecting to get benefits out of it. Right. Just because you're getting a very low amount. I mean, how much yeah. you really think you're absorbing. Yeah. You know. But it smells good. But, you know. It is. And sometimes that's just it. You know, there was a lot of studies done with lemon oil being yeah. in a diffuser increasing productivity so i got a diffuser back here just for a liminal started using that and anecdotally i can say that it made me more productive whether it actually did like minute by minute i don't know could have just been you know the placebo effect with that too but it helped so i continued to do it yeah i mean there's a couple of them there's a couple like you know um allergy sinus concoctions you can put in there that help Mm -hmm. keep your head clear and things like that i have a diffuser in my office I don't burn it all the time, but if I get stopped up or something like that. Oh, you throw some peppermint extract throw in there. some peppermint Ooh, in there. That thing will light um, you up. Yep. Um, and that's what I usually keep in there is peppermint and... Uh, uh, like a eucalyptus, eucalyptus or something? Eucalyptus. Yeah. Peppermint and eucalyptus. Those are the two I keep <clears throat> just in case. I mean, mm. it doesn't... And that's another thing when we're talking about diets. A lot of times, you know, allergies, sinuses, and all that stuff can be just so tied to your diet. I mean, oh, yeah. there's so many ingredients. Like, I just noticed this the other day. We went to Morganton to, to get burgers. And I got a burger, and, you know, I, I earned my meal, so I had some fries with my burger. And I didn't have a bun, though, but I had some fries with my burger. Um, but we got back in the car, and I just, I was, like, just coughing my head off, you know. Then my mm-hmm. nose started running, so something in that food or some ingredient yeah. in there was just killing me. Um, so that's just another way like we look at allergies and sinuses all the time but we don't ever think about how that how that ties in with our diets yeah and what we're actually putting in our body it's it's always whatever's in bloom outside well, it could be what you just ate for dinner yeah or what you just mm-hmm. ate for lunch well, i mean inflammation can come from anywhere yeah, so yeah. one thing that i noticed like i said i started doing whey and whole milk just to up my calories was that whenever my nose started running my mucus would be thick as crap because of that dairy. Yeah. And I'm not allergic to dairy by any means, but whenever you eat a lot of cheese yeah. and then you get stopped up, you get really stopped up. It makes your mucus yeah. very thick. So that could be a pain in the ass come cold and flu season, yeah. you know? But, I mean, that could be with ice cream. That could be with a lot of things. If you have any type of, you know, food allergy at all, that's going to be exacerbated by environmental allergies, by everything else that you've done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so... um well, we got on this topic because uh, one of my clients actually talked to me about getting a protein supplement. And, you know, I kind of gave him the rundown, like, what was your diet looking like? Yeah. Found out there was a lot of holes in the diet. And I was like, well, why don't we try to fill those holes up with some extra protein here and there, cut out some of the snacks, and then see what we can do. But if you want a protein powder, I can suggest one. And I suggested to him the one that I take. It's very low in carbs, very clean. And when I say clean, like it doesn't destroy your stomach. You know, you can take a lot of ways that have a lot of filler in it. Man, you're feeling it. You drink it about two hours later, you feel like you got a brick in your stomach. That's how you can tell protein is not clean. Yeah. So with me, I try to go one with very little filler. It's always going to have some filler in it. Um, Very low carb, as much actual protein as possible. If you're getting like a banana split flavored dessert type oh, ice cream Lord. that has 40 grams of sugar per serving yeah. you're getting more sugar than anything yeah you know so and that's one thing that i've noticed was whenever you start buying foods now to say like high protein snack yeah and you look on there it's got like 
five grams of protein per serving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you know what high means. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's got some protein, but this is basically like a Slim Jim. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's, and it's all processed and oh, yeah. everything else, you know, mm. full of just crap. I mean, that was that was one of those things I was I was looking at. You know, I got enticed into looking at one of these posts, and it was you know one of those foodie elitist people that mm-hmm. you know realistically they probably aren't very elite, but they feel like they're elite. And it was you know it was one I'm of those cooler online. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know do the, you know you should be doing this and not that and you know the usual. You know this is what I do and it's the right way to do it and blah 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 blah. blah. But then I start going through there and I start looking, I start seeing the holes, and I'm going yeah, yeah but you're you're taking this out and putting that in and that's just a synthetic piece of garbage. I'm like mm-hmm. with instead of two ingredients, it has seventeen, yeah. which include all the, you know, the usual, you know, <laughs> three of them can't corn pronounce. Syrup, you know, and it's yeah. like so how's this really benefiting anybody and how's it benefiting your health directly? Yeah. You know, and and Well I mean that's the thing about it. Some people think that doing a protein shake and skipping breakfast is healthy yeah no i mean it can be if you have a crap breakfast yeah but if you're having a well-balanced breakfast then the protein shake's probably hurting you you probably just have the breakfast you know if you're doing oh, fasting yeah. obviously it's gonna be a little bit different for you but that's like the guy we were talking about earlier man he was doing three protein shakes a day every protein shake had two scoops of protein in it I'm like what what's going on with your diet dude I mean, you can, like, take multivitamins and stuff them in Snickers bars. That ain't going to make the Snickers more healthy, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> You can cover it with whatever supplement you want to. It's right. still a Snickers bar. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. And not to mention, you imagine what his gut feels like? Yeah, no Six scoops of whey protein a day? My God. Yeah. Ugh. All in liquid form. Shoot. Yeah. Forget man, I all that, man. I understand, like, if you're traveling one day, you know you got a heavy day and you go ahead and prep for that. That's cool, but you're going to be paying for it. If you do that on a daily basis, oh, dear God, I yeah, hate to see what your gut biome looks like. I do, and I don't even really call it a shake. In my in the morning, I get up before I leave. I'll fill my cup, you know, coffee cup. I throw in a half a scoop of uh, true, nutri- true Nutrition Cold Filtered Whey. Um, I, I just, haven't tried that stuff yet. Um, I've heard good things, but I haven't tried I, it. I love it. We love it. Um, yeah. I use Dimatize. Yeah. I've just, I got hooked on it like three years That's ago. The same way we got hooked yeah. on True Nutrition. And you can you can go on there and, and make your own blend. Mm-hmm. Um, add whatever vitamins you want to add to it. You can add greens, add whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, turmeric, the whole thing. Yeah, well, you can add like collagen and all kinds of stuff too. Yeah. Um, it's literally a make your own. Yeah. So we yeah. usually do, uh, and I, I keep collagen's another one um that i take uh just powder the mm. collagen protein or the collagen peptides whatever yeah um so i keep that one you know bag away and i usually do chocolate or vanilla period just mm. basic um collagen and I, I use um i do keep keto bomb i got hooked on that years ago um i don't use much like of the it. coffee creamer yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so i'll throw in my big travel mug to hit the road and I don't touch it until like mid morning once I get to work and get settled in and everything. But it's got, you know, a scoop of collagen, half a scoop of whey, three quarters of half a scoop, just depends on how I feel that morning, and a half a scoop of uh, keto bomb. That's pretty much it. And that's the only shake that I do during yeah. the day. Um, the rest of it's just food, or if I'm, depending on what I'm doing that day, if I'm fasting, 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty much my my meal for the fasting part of the day or whatever. Yeah, yeah and I honestly, so I've looked into collagen. I know the benefits of it and stuff. But the big thing that I've had issues finding is what's like a recommended dose yeah. for that. You know, I mean, everything's got different. Every time I looked at collagen supplements, there's never like, yes, yeah, this many grams of this type of collagen. Yeah. It just says collagen. And like, it'll tell you the overall, you know, the protein mm-hmm. content, the fat content, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But I can't find like, what is a good daily dose of it? So yeah. basically what I do is bone broth, usually mm-hmm. beef bone broth. Yeah. And I'll take a little bit of salt and put in there and I'll kind of mix it up between the hemp, hemp, a lot pink Himalayan sea salt mm-hmm. and then a iodized sea salt that I found and I'll throw uh, one tablespoon or yeah one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in there oh, yeah. just for taste I mean don't get me wrong there's benefits to it as well oh, yeah. but man you start it up it's an excellent hot drink yeah especially like in the winter time when you just want something warm to drink but the big reason why I started switching back and forth was there was a lot of studies come out over the past three or four years about iodine deficiency yeah. and issues with thyroid. Mm. So they found like a lot of athletes were switching over to the pink Himalayan sea salt, you know, and a lot of people on diets were like, oh, this is the healthy salt. Yeah. Well, iodine levels started dropping, iodine deficiency started going up, and they started noticing a lot more thyroid disorders. Apparently, your thyroid needs iodine to function properly. Yeah. So that may be something you want to switch back and forth to. And you still find clean sea salts that have iodine in them. I need to, you know. we need to definitely look at that because my wife has uh, some thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, it my, seemed to get worse until we really, I mean, until she went like strict keto and we kind of, yeah, you know, pink Himalaya or blah, 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 Himalaya. Pink, pink salt, sea salt. <laughs> became it's a our, mouthful. Became the only salt in the house. Yeah, and that was us too. You know, I was like, oh, this is nice and clean and everything else. But apparently, iodine is extremely important. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, it's a natural mineral. Of course, it's important. But my acupuncturist actually turned me on to that and started talking to me about it. And I had a couple of clients with thyroid disorders. You know, and I suggested it to them. I, uh, as always, I suggested them ask their doctor about it, do a yeah. blood test, see if you are iodine deficient. And go that route, and it's definitely benefited them. I mean, neither one of them are cured by any means, oh, but they yeah. definitely see the benefits yeah. in increasing their iodine intake. Yeah, that helped me out. Could be. Well, I mean, it couldn't hurt you, you know, oh, unless yeah. you're obviously getting toxic levels of iodine, which is pretty hard. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, in fact, salt's always been a problem for me anyway. Like, yeah, just, and that's a big thing, man. Everybody... Is wants to especially heart healthy diets yeah. like oh decrease your sodium intake well you kind of need sodium for your heart to function yeah i mean your heart's still a I muscle have, i have literally and i don't know last the year before last i mean i have twice now i have depleted every ounce of sodium in my body and it is it's not i mean like I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. My calves or my left calf started like swelling up. It got as big as my quad and like, it was really Good weird. God, from sodium deficiency? From, yeah. So I went, so I went and got, they did blood work and they're like, yeah, you have depleted every ounce of sodium from your blood. Here's That's what wild. you need to do. Like, yeah, because I couldn't figure out why I was swelling up. And my legs, my calf started, my ankles, and my calves, and they just kept swelling, kept swelling. I was like, Oof. and this was right after a big event. So I'm like, well, I mean, of course, I've beat the crap out of my legs. That's no. part of it. But it was two days later, and it just kept getting worse. And so I'm like, and I just kind of got kind of lethargic feeling. Yeah. Um. So, you know, and that wasn't like, 
I always use pink salt, but I've always, I've never had to add like stuff to my food. You know what I'm saying? So I don't add a lot. Um, So if I'm not taking in a supplement, you know, Mm -hmm. electrolytes, salt tablets, things like that, especially during like these crazy runs in the summertime, stuff like that, then I'm just totally depleting because I sweat so much. Um, Yeah, that was pretty scary. Mm-hmm. she actually was like you know good thing you came when you did and you're doing what you're doing because then it can affect your heart and all this oh, big time. Yeah. i mean that's the thing about it so sodium and calcium nobody really thinks too much about those yeah. because a normal diet you get it in and you know normal people they don't need that yeah. high of levels yeah. but you need sodium and calcium to have a muscle contraction yeah so also it helps out with your energy too Absolutely. One thing that I started doing after workouts and directly after the workout is taking those electrolyte tabs, the yeah. uh, rock uh, yes, yeah. GU Roctanes, yeah. the ones that you turned me on to, man. After a workout, I popped two of those. 15, 20 minutes later, my energy level was just flatline. I mean, they do great. I don't have peaks and valleys. You know, I used to take some caffeine after a workout and right. just kind of pick me back up and not yeah. be sluggish for the rest of the day. I started doing those electrolyte tabs. feel great afterwards. And those were the things like so – Especially for people that, if you're if you're practicing keto or you're following keto, like the original keto, um, you can just say keto on here. Yeah, keto, <laughs> K-E-T-O, ketogenic. Um, if you're doing keto, and it's so you know you remove a lot of those salt heavy foods, processed foods, things like that. So that's the one thing you got to remember: are is salt and electrolytes. And I don't know how many people, including myself, at first. Got that kind of crappy lethargic. Oh, the feeling. keto flu. The keto flu. Yeah. And and one of the, the easiest things to do that that didn't wasn't logical at first was to increase your salt intake and your electrolytes. Mm-hmm. And once you did that, you felt like a million bucks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's one thing you definitely got to remember, and those things are important. But yeah, so like those goo roctanes. I don't know how many people I've sent the link to those things, oh, especially yeah. through like keto stuff yeah, and keto here. athletic pages are like, you know, what salt supplements do you take or what yeah. do you, and it's like, I saw like 37 different, um, <coughs> just, I don't know, people's like freaking recipes. And I'm like, here, <laughs> just take two of these. Yeah, like, <laughs> now, that was my big thing too. And you probably noticed this in a lot of the keto pages and stuff. Maybe, Six months ago, there was like this huge wave of people just sucking down pickle juice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's all it is. I just, love pickle juice. Yeah, but like it's not a movement. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, you had a pickle. a pickle. Now you can Excellent. buy bags and bottles of pickle juice. It comes Just in, the juice? It comes in high C containers. It's just pickle oh my juice. God. But, you know, if people it's are It's just to... sodium people. <laughs> that's it. It's pickle flavored water. Calm down. No, but, oh, dude, speaking of which, so uh, me and my wife, we used to go to Gatlinburg every year for our anniversary. Yeah. Beautiful little cabin. We'd stay up there. It was like halfway from, it's actually in Sevierville. Yeah. So halfway from uh, Gatlinburg, Dollywood, all that stuff. And we went to Old Smokey's Distillery. Oh, yeah. You know, you can go up there, pay five mm-hmm. bucks or something, and you get to sample all of them. And if you ever get a chance to go, it's awesome. Whoever the bartender is, they're always hilarious. Yeah. It's a lot of the same jokes, but it's, you know, you're drinking, so it's funny. And they give you like a little third of a shot of like 12 different flavors. Yeah. One of them they have now is the Moonshine Pickle. Have you tried that? No. It's literally diced up pickles soaked in moonshine. It's the nastiest thing I've ever had, but they say that's their number one seller. Wow. So they give you like a chunk of the pickle and then they'll fill the rest of it up with the juice. It's just, I mean, 
it's literally like drinking diesel fuel yeah. and pickle juice. It's absolutely terrible, but they say it's a bestseller. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, uh, like I said, that stuff they can't keep it on the shelves in the containers and the in the bottles and the little cartons, and I'm just like, it's so crazy to me. I just, I just buy the big things of pickles and while, yeah. while I'm done eating them, <laughs> get I some dill spears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just remember, yeah. folks, real moonshine ain't legal. Ain't legal. Ain't legal. Well, I mean. All moonshine has alcohol in it, so I don't really get to. And I'll go ahead and tell you, there's not too many good uh, apple pie illegal moonshines out there. So when you find them, they're few and far between. <clears throat> Say what you Next want topic. to. Next <laughs> topic. <laughs> I'm just saying, the last type of apple pie I bought off one of my buddies, it was like 160 proof. and You could not sip on that stuff. Eesh. It burnt the whole way down. The best apple pie I've had was like 90 proof. You know, it's supposed to be Easy talking to sip this. on. Why? We're in backwoods, North Carolina. There's about 50 distilleries. He's in North Carolina. I'm in South Carolina. (laughs) There's like 50 backwoods distilleries within 20 miles of us. In case you didn't know, this is a Zoom podcast. (laughs) Excellent sound quality. (laughs) Mm. Okay, so back to it. Pickle juice. Drink it every day. Yes. Put it in your your bottle on your bike ride. Mm-hmm. Nothing like 20 ounces of pickle juice on a bike ride. I guarantee you. Oh, in the hot sun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just sitting there bowling underneath you. Yeah. Go off on the attack, and when, when, you're just, oh, when your heart rate's just jacked through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Being dehydrated and hot pickle juice hits yep. the back of your throat. Oh, well, God. You can wash down your. Uh, your uh, Bugs. Your banana, uh, your banana liquid gel with your pickle juice. Shoot. Oh my god! Makes my stomach. No, I'm not gonna lie though. But I will not lie. The God, it was summer races. Usually have pickles. Mm-hmm. They'll have you know just pickles and Dixie cups, and I'll eat the yeah. crap out of those, man. Like oh, yeah. during a race, and that's what I'm saying. I don't pickles. hate pickles, but my big thing was it seemed like six months ago every keto group had oh, yeah. five or six yeah. people sharing like pictures or videos and them turning up a jar yeah like, i've been doing that for 30 years yeah <laughs> but i mean it's cool it's like beet juice like I, I, I can't do beet juice man I the benefits juice. are through the roof but i cannot stand the taste of beets i love i, really a, can't. I love uh, a, a nice glass of beet juice before i do something long um yeah I love beets though. So, so it's a natural oxide and or a natural nitric oxide booster. Mm-hmm. So it's a vasodilator. It helps your blood travel. Uh, helps your heart make the blood travel, spread nutrients, mm-hmm. oxygen, everything throughout the body. So I mean, it's very good for you. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just not a fan of it. And I'm also not a fan of eating stuff I don't like the taste of. Yeah. You know, my acupuncturist give me crap about that because he just got this new all organic uh, super red. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the super green supplements, yeah, yeah. but super red supplements. I was like, man, like, what do you mix with it to just not have that flavor in it? He's like, well, I'm a grown man, and I just deal with the flavor. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not talking to you anymore. What's the flavor? What's the flavor for super reds? Like, it's like beets, strawberries. Oh my god, um, sounds delicious. What else? There's like five or six other things. I gotta it. have some. Of I don't that. remember what it is. I'll find out the. Name yeah. of the supplement. I really don't remember what all of them are off the top of my head. I won't say there's turnip in it. Oh. Something else. That sounds fantastic. It's not just red foods, but yeah. whenever you get the powder, it's, you know, the powder itself is red because there's so much beet, beet in there. Yeah. yeah. So they call it super reds. Yeah, I remember that. But, I used to love beets so much, man. And my, my grandmother, 
like what they grew in pickled beets. I remember that one time where I ate like two jars of pickled beets and then like, you know, that evening I went to the restroom and did my thing and I looked down like, oh my God, I'm dying. dying. Call the doctor. Call the the doctor, you know. I'm dropping blood. Yeah, I literally went to the doctor over that and he's like, well, you know, have you eaten anything? So I was like, Oh, well, I had I did I did indulge in a in two jars of pickled beets, and he just kind of shook his head as he's like, "Son, so <laughs> like, that's nothing more than beet juice." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, here's my twenty five bucks." <laughs> <laughs> nah, that. Can, I mean, I'm sure that was fun. I remember that happened to me. I don't remember what it. I don't remember what I ate. I didn't think it was beets, but it may have been. But I mean, we were at the beach. I was. 11 years old yeah and i did that and it freaked me out and oh, yeah. you know the parents were out on the town doing their thing it was me and my sister and i don't remember who else. it was like the kids stayed home and the parents yeah. went out to have fun and i did that i was like oh god yeah i just didn't want to tell anybody yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's going on well, the bad thing was was the reason it tipped me it was i was working so they were like oh we're gonna do these uh colon cancer self-screenings now Back then, so you just do your number and then you drop the thing in the toilet and then you have to get it back out of the toilet and send it in if it has like lines or something on it. Yeah. So I did that and of course, here's all the red and here's, oh God, there's red lines everywhere. <laughs> so it's like, dude, I'm I'm 19 years old and I've got like stage four colon cancer. <laughs> you know? And luckily it was beets. Oh, Lord, Thank God. Man. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I love some beets. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. Like I said, I, I know all the benefits of it. I just, I'm not a big fan of the flavor. I've never tried pickled beets though. That might actually uh, pickled help. Pickled beets are fantastic. Yeah. That might if actually help yeah, shut it down. Yeah. I'm a big fan of pickled everything. Like I love vinegar. <clears throat> That's yeah. one of the reasons why I love greens because you get to soak it in vinegar first. I think I've got some. I'll have to bring you some. <laughs> yeah, bring some. I'll try them. I got some from this, uh, uh, this uh, little lady that, that cans everything up in spruce pine. But these have like onions in them and stuff yeah. floating around in there. I haven't tried those yet. Yeah, I don't know about those. That's a little. It's not yeah. like I mean they're they look kind of like my grandmother's, but hers were just pickled beets. Period. Yeah, nothing added. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and uh, you know we've talked a little bit about pre workouts on here, and I'm a big fan of that just because I'm a stimulant junkie. Yeah. I mean I'm a huge fan of caffeine. I drink about a pot of coffee every day, so I don't. I don't want to say I don't see any benefit to it other than making my heart race and my face itch. Oh, yeah. But that's the main reason why I do it. Sometimes I'll just drink. You know, I've talked about uh, recovery days. I'll do half scoop on recovery days, just kind of get the blood moving, yeah. get everything going around. But whether it's needed or not, no, it's not. I've worked out plenty of times without pre-workout. I was just fine. You don't. I don't think you get addicted to it. Um, I definitely enjoy the feeling. So, you know, oh, there's yeah. a, addic- a psychological addiction there. But, no, yeah. and you got, you know, you look at two different pre-workouts, they're going to have different levels of everything. They're going to have different vitamin profiles, different minerals, all oh, that yeah. stuff in there. Um, a lot of different supplements, usually they'll have, like, some amino acids mm-hmm. in there with it, L-citrulline, L-arginine, something like that. I used <clears> to, I mean, I... Or arginine, excuse me, not arginine. I took a couple of different ones, or used a couple of different ones back in the day, um, mm-hmm. and I had some... I had some skin issues that came up and so we were trying to figure out what was going on with that and those kind of were like the culprits at the point at that point so I yeah. had 
removed everything else but that and I'm still having issues and once I got that out of there it changed completely oh, and that could go back to the allergies thing that we're right. talking about um, because the doctor couldn't figure out what was going on yeah um, so yeah um, so we removed those but then like as an endurance athlete man I can remember I was it was a bike race and I <laughs> I took one of those pre-workouts right before the bike race boy that was a not when you stupid idea man <laughs> yeah. i was going to literally have a heart attack on the side of the mm-hmm. side of the road no if i'm doing any type of endurance stuff i will take a bcaa yeah uh the one that i like is uh, uh amino energy mm-hmm. so it's got a little bit of caffeine in there as well yeah. and you know bcaa's started getting a bad rap in the fitness industry especially in the keto yeah. industry a couple months back because they were saying it's just expensive piss i remember well, saying that it's not but you I know, it's broken them. down protein. Mm-hmm. The protein that I use, or the uh, BCAA that I use, actually has your EAAs, yeah. which BCAA is branched chain amino acids. Right. There are cheap ways of saying it's an amino acid pro- product, but the one that I use actually had the essential amino acids, or EAAs, in there, but yeah. it had other amino acids as well. So I was still getting the full profile of amino acids, and like I said, I have trouble getting protein in because I'm not going to tear my stomach up. Yeah. So why would I not take broken down protein, which that's all amino acids are. Right. So, but anytime I was doing any type of endurance event, I definitely saw a benefit out of drinking that one. You know, it's easy on stomach, but you're still getting the amino acids in there to help your muscles fire, help fight off fatigue, help fight off lactic acid buildup. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I was, I actually used one in my water bottles um, for both cycling and running. I always kept one bottle with mm-hmm. that in it um yeah it was a powder, and another thing too was the amino energy grape mm-hmm. tastes like grape kool-aid yeah great flavor <laughs> i think it was like bcaa extend maybe yeah it might have been yeah i've tried that one before powder, and yeah. I, I really liked it it would taste good in my bottle um mm-hmm. it, you know it didn't bother my stomach at all and i mean that's one thing that you really need to take into account for is try stuff out before you actually use it for competition yeah. of any kind because it's all going to affect you differently. Um, I oh, mean, yeah. once you find stuff, once you find stuff that, you know, your stomach can deal with, you know, I mean, cause there's a lot of stuff out there that my stomach can handle, but then for whatever reason I get a headache or, you know, like a lot of those, uh, ketones when, when we first got into, uh, keto, yeah. like taking I, ketones. I've never man, got anything off of those, dude. I, all I ever got I mean, was, they were just bitter as hell. We had, Sean and I bought some orange flavored. Yeah, um, that's the same stuff I had. Expensive. Yeah, I'll get out. It was like but, uh, Granny's Kitchen or Grandma something no, Kitchen. Th- these were from uh, 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 crap. What's Wolf? Um, Rob Wolf. Rob Wolf. They were his his brand. Um, oh, I got some as Kitchen. It like came in a bag, and it was in like yeah. a plastic cellophane bag inside that bag. Yeah, this came in like yeah. a you know nice package thing there's probably still a bag of it laying somewhere in my, <laughs> but yeah all i ever got out of that man was like just a really dull headache and mm. nauseated um and and it pretty much would just completely ruin my day so yeah. i was like out the door i'm not taking that um so yeah i mean you really need to test stuff and by god don't test anything day of no <laughs> no come the day of you should have everything set like a ritual yeah. I mean, don't veer from what works for you. If it worked for you in training, it'll work for you in competition. Yeah. Don't play with new stuff. I mean, I tried so many things back in the day with, you know, I 
used to like pre my pre race meal used to be a you know bowl of grits with you know three eggs on top and mm-hmm. I mean and it was like a rock in my stomach for so now it's generally pre race for me is you know small a medium cup of coffee with a scoop of the keto balm in it a little bit of protein and depending upon mileage I'll throw in a couple of fried eggs and I'll usually fry those up in like a cap try or something like that. Yeah. And that's my pre-race meal. Gotcha. So cap try is MCT oil. <clears throat> yeah, MCT yeah. Some oil. people don't know what that name brand that's means. True. MCT oil is just a derivative of coconut oil. Yeah. Cuts out all the dumb stuff and leaves you with the medium chain yeah. triglycerides. And of course, cap try is a brand. Um, yeah. Pretty good brand. I liked it. Yeah. I enjoy it. <clears throat> yeah, I used it to get good. some extra calories in. I don't think I ever tried the butter flavored. I always tried the original because I put it in my coffee and it already yeah, had butter in it. I usually, so I kept. I didn't want to risk having a artificial butter flavor in with my butter. Yeah, I uh, I accidentally bought the butter, mm-hmm. so then I had two, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't bad," because I started cooking like vegetables and stuff in the butter one, and Ooh. it was very okay. tasty. Yeah, um, or you could sprinkle it on peanut or uh, peanut, uh, popcorn. Oh, yeah, it was that's really a great good. idea. And it was yeah. like. So it might be popcorn, but it's popcorn with good stuff on top. Mm-hmm. Yep. We could sprinkle it on a Snickers bar. It's a healthy meal. Then. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting some benefit yeah, yeah. from the Snickers bar. Yep. Uh, what else? What other supplements would I cover? Oh, creatine. Oh, yeah. So creatine is an excellent uh, supplement to take. I know that you don't take it. Um, I've taken it for years when i remember to take it that's one of the worst things about me and supplements is nine times out of ten i forget to take the damn things but creatine is great for hydrating muscles it's great for gaining lean muscle mass great for cutting fat there's actually cognitive benefits shows that it uh, fights off dementia and alzheimer's so it's technically a nootropic as well which is a vitamin for your brain Mm -hmm. and there's been so many studies on it with zero side effects you know whenever you first whenever it first came out i remember it was like 90 bucks for a month. I was in high school oh, yeah. when it came out. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you had that loading phase where yeah. you'd take like 10 grams a day to mm-hmm. get it in your system and then you'd back off to five. Yep. There's no need to load with creatine. All yeah. the studies came out, showed that you don't have to load it whatsoever. Right. Uh, what else am I going to say? Oh, and now it's one of the cheapest ones on the market. Yeah. I buy like a three-month supply. by a caged muscle creatine HCL, which is a hydrochloric acid which makes it more bioavailable in recent studies. I have to say that I got into an argument with uh, somebody on Facebook the other day about oh, that no. in a personal training group. Oh, no, you didn't. You want to have some fun joining one of those things. No, I mean. All curls on basic balls, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I got into this argument, or not this argument, but I got into a discussion with this guy because they asked what's one supplement that you would recommend to your clients. And I said creatine is great for every goal. Yeah. And then they start going into it, and this guy hopped on there, started toting the benefits of creatine monohydrate. Yeah. And I started saying, "Well, I like creatine HCL because it's hydrochloric acid, more bioavailable." He's like, "That's only in recent studies. That's inconclusive." I'm like, well, it's in studies, so I don't understand why it has to be in a twenty-year study yeah. whenever it's, you know, obviously more bioavailable. But whatever, bro. They'll do a dozen more, I'm sure. Yeah, recent studies. Yeah, I like to stay with recent science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a yep. breakthrough. Come on, yep. Geez. And uh, so basically you have three supplements that have been clinically proven to increase athletic performance. You know what those three are? Uh, no. We've mentioned two of them already. 
Uh, protein? No. Oh. I'm Athletic playing, performance. I'm playing dumb right now. Creatine? <laughs> so you got creatine, caffeine, yep. and what's the third one? I'm not saying We that. haven't mentioned that one yet. Oh, good, because I don't know. <laughs> that means I'm probably not taking uh, it. Yeah. So the only three um, supplements that have been clinically shown to increase athletic performance are creatine, caffeine, Sugar. and anabolic steroids. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely not taking that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like that's whenever you look at the millions of products I guess, on the market. Would you consider EPO an anabolic? anabolic? Hmm? No, because EPO is actually, yeah, it's blood doping. I mean, so you're actually taking somebody's white blood cells. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or, yeah. excuse me, red blood cells, not white. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so those are the three. So with EPO, I think that would, I mean, I don't know. So EPO technically is an external supplement. Because That's you do EPO to, to increase red blood cells. So you yeah. categorize that as yeah. a, was what I meant to say. Okay. No, I could definitely see that one. But like that was something I learned in college. So yeah. when I was in college, that's when all the stuff about um, Lance was coming yeah. out yeah. with the EPO and the blood doping and stuff. Right. So I could see that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? That actually tore me up, man. One of my favorite UFC fighters was this 135-pounder. Dude was built. He never got tired. He'd go 25 minutes, nothing to it, yeah. right? So this guy was a complete animal. He fought some of the best and the best, held his own, excellent Dude. technique, excellent grappling. And whenever he, he like, uh, built this program, you know, to sell online. You know, yeah. you go on there, I think it was like 300 bucks. It was six months worth of training. You had training videos with him. It was his workouts, his diet, his grappling and striking training. All this stuff. I was like, oh, my God, I've got to buy this. Yeah. The next fight, it was TJ Dillashaw is the fighter. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so TJ Dillashaw versus Henry Cejudo for the 125 belt. And whenever you, there's a whole thing that goes along with his fight camp, but basically he had to shave off like seven pounds of muscle to make 125. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'd weigh in 135 just drained. I mean, shredded beyond belief. So there's no way he could lose enough body fat to get down to 125. Right. So they basically killed some of his muscle. So he went in there, looked like an absolute animal. Henry Cejudo caught him with a good shot right behind the ear, dropped him. Ref called it. TJ popped up. Like it was a very controversial stoppage. Yeah. Right after that, he got popped for doing EPO. Oh. I'm sitting here thinking, dude, I loved your energy. I loved how you had power for 25 minutes, <laughs> but I don't love how you took a chemical to get there. Yeah, That's oh, yeah. one thing that pissed me off, man. I was sitting there thinking, I'm so glad I did not invest 300 bucks in some bullshit yeah. because all I have to do is take EPO and then oh, I'm yeah. where you're at. Yeah, you know, Don't get me wrong. I know I still have to train, but it's a lot easier to train when you have nothing but energy Absolutely. all the time. That's yeah. one thing that Lance Armstrong was talking about was these guys would be on EPO and Tour de France. They'd yeah. get up in the middle of the night and just start free spinning. Yeah. Because their blood was getting so thick, they had to burn off those red blood cells because yeah. it was giving them too much energy, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just wild to me that somebody gets that far in that level without testing. But USADA and WADA and all those things mm -hmm. weren't, they didn't have a good way to test for EPO. Right. right. So basically, they started testing for EPO by testing for the plastics from an IV bag. Right. So whenever you inject your or whenever you hook up to an IV bag, you get these real particulate plastics that come mm -hmm. out of the bag itself. So that's what they started testing yeah. for, and that's when they knew that he was doing EPO. Man, I was so pissed. Yeah, that was it. Was all very heartbreaking because I mean, you know, you I, I looked at some of these guys, and and I've never really looked at professional athletes like heroes, but um, None. at all. But I looked. I've always looked up to them yeah. as athletes. 
Um, so, you know, you look at, you know, Lance, I mean, Lance was one, I don't care what anybody says. If you were a fan of cycling at some point, you were probably a fan of Lance before. No, you have to be, man. I mean, they were talking about, what was it? The 94 tour de France. Yeah. Like they went back and like tested all these samples. They still yeah. had in the lab. And they said that basically if they would have cut out everybody who yeah. was doing EPO and blood doping, yeah. then number 17 would have been the winner. Oh, yeah. The top 16 people. So that goes to show you, you can't be competitive unless you're cheating. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, look at so, like one of his biggest nemesis, Jan Ulrich. Big, yeah. huge, you know, I mean, keeping up with him on these climbs, pushing these climbs. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's because he was on the same stuff. I mean, you know, <laughs> you've gone 120 miles, and I mean, and I've done this, so, yeah. you know, I've pedaled 120 miles and at the end you got a five mile climb with a sprint finish at the end mm-hmm. and you sprint that and then when you're done you're still able to give a 30 minute <laughs> interview yeah standing there you yeah. know i'm like no i'm i'm literally like <laughs> help me get off my bicycle <laughs> yeah. you just fall over yeah. so you don't have to yeah. move yeah um, yeah but that's the thing is there's records that were set in what was it the 1980 or the 1984 olympics by the Russian women's track and field team yeah. that experts say will never be broken because yeah. the records were set while those women were juiced to the gills. Yeah. And natural women cannot break those boundaries. Yeah. You know? So I don't know if those records have an asterisk beside it <laughs> or what. But it's just terrible that it's coming down to that. Yeah. You know? And oh, yeah. like Russia, they're not even allowed to fly the Russian flag in the twenty um twenty one or the twenty was it twenty twenty one? I think so. The 2024 Olympics, yeah. every Russian athlete basically has to compete as an independent. Yeah. They can't fly the Russian flag because they were caught with that huge doping scandal. Yeah. It was so bad they got Russia kicked out of the Olympics, man. Yeah. Like, can you imagine that? It was a state-sponsored yep. steroid program. Yeah. You know? And I, and well, I sent you that article the other day where the, you know, you saw it in water and they're, you know, they're looking at actually testing for ketone usage for – yeah, for the new that's keto athletes. So, <laughs> so there's some things about that. Like what? How do they know what normal level should be? Right, that was you kind know? of what no, I was wrong. thinking. Keto is an old diet, right. but it just recently resurfaced to where MMA fighters and stuff are starting yeah. to use it. So, like, are they going to try to get a baseline amongst everybody? And if you're over under, kind of like I'm testosterone. Saying. Just yeah. give like this wide ass catch net. Yeah, I guess so. Man. You know, so like their testosterone levels are basically three hundred to twelve hundred. So I mean, that's a pretty wide net yeah. to cast. But with that too, I mean, it's like testing for creatine. Yeah. You know, you eat a steak and drink some orange juice behind it. Congratulations, you just created creatine within oh, yeah. your gut. You know. Oh, I mean, I was. <clears throat> even, so it's gonna be interesting to see where that goes. You know, like USA cycling and, and UCI and things, man. When you start actually winning races and, you know, and those kinds of things, um, man, it's almost like I was scared to use an allergy tablet or an allergy mm-hmm. pill or anything. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. So with this competition I've got coming up in June, you know, it's a natural test. So yeah. we all get drug tested there. So I literally, like, hopped on USADA's website because they said they follow USADA guidelines. Yeah. So I'm hopping on there because of my pre-workout yeah. and the creatine stuff, making sure that those don't pop up. Right. Because one thing they talked about was even if you're doing SARMs, you have to be off it for, and SARMs are like watered down legal yeah. steroids. Well, technically not illegal as long as they're not made for human consumption. Right. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Good but, for your goat. Yeah. You. Yeah, basically. 
But you have to be clear of that for seven years for it to not pop up on yeah. that test. And I mean, obviously, they probably can't test for it seven years later or six mm-hmm. and a half years later, but they want you to be a clean athlete. Yeah. So I'm constantly on there, but you know, the stuff, the pre workout that I use is from two top name brands that have never been on USADA's oh, yeah. radar. So that's why I kind of stick with. So I'm kind of iffy about. You know, the Facebook ads that pop up, hey, new insane yeah. pre-workout. Yeah, that's what they, I mean. Yeah, I don't play with none of that stuff. When I was when I was using pre-workouts and things like that, um, that was one of those things they were, they were going to be like, man, you got to, you're going to get, you're going to get tested and they're going to, they're going to yeah. throw your license away. You're gonna, and, you know, so I was like, okay, okay, I'm getting away from it because yep. I didn't know, you mm-hmm. know, um, I Obviously, anabolics or none of that crap's ever popped into my mind about using something like that. Yeah, oh, it's popped into my mind a lot. I had a uh, <laughs> big struggle with that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. I have a very, I don't want, I don't know how to explain this. I have a very emotional attachment or emotional detachment from yeah. steroids just because the guys I trained with yeah. when I was younger jumped on them when they oh, first yeah. started training, turned mm-hmm. into mountains totally of muscle. You. Yeah, yeah. 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 So one guy in particular, uh, he's two years older than me. We both were lifting at the Y when I was 14. He was yeah. 16. Or no, I was 16. He was 17 by turn 18. We were both 140 pounds. A year later, he was sitting on 190 yeah. with abs like a brick wall. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's nice. You know, <laughs> there was a couple guys yeah. that I worked out with who were like that. One of them in particular looked like a Russian mobster. Um, yeah. And the guy was like, I mean, like you knew it because not only was he just huge mm-hmm. and could just kill the weight, but he was like out of his friggin' mind too at the same time. Like just scary to be around. And I mean, he would go. He got. I mean, dude looked like I don't know. He looked like Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Ish. But then he would go for a thirty mile bike ride with us and just kill everybody. That's why I'm surprised he didn't have a heart attack, dude. I'm, I was surprised. Yeah. I mean, the guy's a mountain. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I was always oh, like, apologies. I was always like, man, I'd love to be able to ride a bike and look like that. But yeah, no you know, but the uh, the holy crap, crazy! I don't know, I can do without <laughs> that. You know? Yeah, I know a I know a lot of people who are on juice just because I've been in the fitness industry for so long. And normally, I haven't seen like what they call roid rage. Yeah. But you do see some very emotional people. Yeah, Normally, yeah. it's like they just freak out over stuff. You can tell when they're coming off of a cycle because yeah. the estrogen goes up, man, and they just, yeah. I, I mean, they get whiny. They get, yeah, they get very emotional. Let's just put that. They have mood swings, yeah. I think is a good way to say it. And See, we'll have, get into, like, that's a whole nother subject. I have yeah. that crap on my own. My, I mean, my wife's constantly like, here, I got these for you. Here's some these cool herbal anxiety tablets that she encourages me to take a lot of times. <laughs> um, so... You know, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm not taking that. It's medication for it's my medication. anxiety. I'm not taking that. Um, <laughs> Let me but, be anxious in peace, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, yeah. Saturday was, yesterday was one of those supposed rest days where I normally run. And I, my anxiety was off the charts because I didn't get my running yesterday. Yeah. But, yeah. That can be a rough one, man. All right. So, to recap, what Ooh. supplements do you have to have? Everything I'm taking. Bam. Everything. If you want to be like me. <laughs> Correct answer is nothing. Nothing. Supplements are called supplements because yes. they're supposed to supplement a good diet. Absolutely. If you have a shit diet, fix the diet and then start looking at what supplements you yeah. need. Leafy greens, yeah. lean meats. There you go. Different spices on the food. Spice. Go that life. way. 
Yep. Um, and if you find you're lacking in something, add that to it. Get yeah. a supplement to supplement your diet. Yeah. yeah. Learn to like <laughs> berries. I like berries. Antioxidants. Yes. I love yeah. berries. Seasonal berries. Seasonal berries are good. Seasonal everything is good. Yes. You can buy it from the farmer's market and do that. Yeah, yeah. Stop giving Walmart and Publix your money. Yeah, because you're... They're all coated in garbage. And yeah, it's most of the time wax, it's GMO. It pretty. Most of their crap's GMO. Yep. Unless they, unless they, uh, there's some grocery stores like Lowe's Foods and those guys that mm-hmm. carry. Uh, Lowe's Foods does a lot of local, local stuff. stuff yeah. Um, so don't count everybody out, but Walmart, eh, some of those big ones. Yeah. All right. That's it for today. Thank you very much. As always, please subscribe if you want to hear us talk more about, you know, important nonsense yeah and rabbit holes and uh just leave us a five-star review on whatever you listen to and feel free to share this with a friend if you think they can benefit from knowledge yeah if you have any questions or any topics you want to hear us babble about please let us know next week we're gonna have uh dr mike cadora on here yeah talk about some fun running stuff and various topics yeah all right thank you very much bye later eat a carrot